RPG for You and Me presents Absolute Zero, a side campaign for our Patreon members, run using the Savage Worlds rule set in our custom cyber fantasy setting. Savage Worlds is owned by the Pinnacle Entertainment Group. You can find them and their products online at peginc.com. As always, thank you for listening. It means the world to us. With that out of the way, let's get back to the story. Maybe the first shot we get is two feet splashing in a decadent pool. Just the feet splish splashing. Two people sitting on the side. Maybe one of them doesn't have their feet in. It's very fancy footwear. Boris will sit cross-legged at the edge of the water next to Bari, putting his hand down and swishing it through as she dips her feet in. It's super crisp, very chilly water. Mm. Is it just me? Is this water perfectly room temperature? (laughs) We might need to get you to see a doctor something about that. No. I'm sure it's fine. Yes. Why wouldn't it be now? So what's up with that? With the cold? A- am I allowed to ask now? Of course. I just, I'm not going to have very many satisfying answers for you, is what it comes down to. I was uh, in a life or death survival situation years back, and I was out in the waste somewhere, trapped without resources and I came across a pool of quarry and either from desperation or because I wasn't quite lucid I drank it and that's about all I remember you know now I look like this and I'm a bit colder I mean do you know you didn't look like that before um not not with a hundred percent confidence hmm but I know this is still my general deal I've run into people from the before times. Yeah. As I sometimes call them. I don't <laughs> I don't remember any of them ever. But they remember you. Question if they, mark. If they recognize me. Hmm. I don't remember what my name was. I go by Boreas now. It's my Pantheon name, so that's my only name. I can remember broad strokes about certain things, but very rarely specifics. Never names, never really faces either. It's sort hmm. of like um I don't know. I've read about face blindness, where some people have difficulty um, distinguishing between individuals and they can't remember exactly what they look like. And that's not how it is for me normally. You know, I I know what you look like. Yeah, you better not forget this face. She, like, frames it with her index (laughs) fingers and her thumbs. Well, I won't go around drinking Cory anymore. I can tell you that much. Now I just inject it directly into my body. I mean, it seems easier. I don't think I would recognize anyone even if I did see them. Well, I got some easier questions that maybe you'd be able to answer. I'll certainly try. What colors do you like? I like blue and purple, cool tones, without being too on the nose. I mean, it goes nice with your whole deal, so. Complimentary, I suppose. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite kind of movies? I like comedy hybrids, action comedy, romantic comedy, thriller comedy. Anything that's not afraid to not take itself too seriously. Did you see that one when they did a heist at a library? I don't remember what it was called, but it was good. That one was called Bibliotheca's. <laughs> it was fun. 
What's your favorite kind of meat? I like something that has a bit of spice to it. There's certain types of game animal that are more difficult to get, but I don't know, there's just something smoky and particular about it. But really, they're all so delicious. That's true. Is, is that something you have to do? Now that I know you have some Nikia heritage. Maybe maybe just a little bit, yeah, from what I've been able to gather. Uh, yeah, I am very hungry all the time. And I personally like jumbo shrimp because of how funny it is that it's opposites. Ah, that's called an oxymoron. Is it? I'm pretty sure. I have more experience with a different kind of oxy. <laughs> oh my. Uh, not me personally, but... Sure. So, as far as you can tell, do you not know your parents? I'm sure I had them, you know. Where did you grow up? On the mean streets. I see. She makes shadow boxing <laughs> motions. Well, from what I've gathered, that's similar to the circumstances I was in. I think I also had parents. I must have at some point, logically speaking. We must have had parents. <laughs> Shrugs. The world's changed so much, perhaps people pop out of the ground now. There's some carnic lay some eggs. They don't hatch for a real long time. Oh, I see. So have you always been with the vipers? Uh, not always, but most, mostly. How long? Uh, I'm not really like sure how old I am, 100%, but probably most of that. So even when you were a child? Well, yeah, they didn't shoot me on sight, and I was tiny, and uh, people didn't really look at me too hard, so I was able to snatch stuff easier sometimes. So it's your family? Well, yeah. He nods. Is that how Darren grew up? No. He kind of just crashed on in mm. and then crashed right back out. So he saw it as a business opportunity, not as a, a family that looks out for one another. Maybe I wouldn't have thought that a couple years ago, but it seems to line up these days. I see. I don't mean to dredge that up. I'm sorry. Oh, no. And thank you for humiliating him so thoroughly. Oh, well. Really did my little heart some good, I think. Well, that was my goal, so I'm glad it worked out that way. But we should be prepared for the other shoe to drop, as it always does. I'll just drop my shoes on him. How about... He's short enough that you could. Well, I mean, if you keep him iced on his knees. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Des could toss me. Be careful. She doesn't hold back. It'd probably be fine. Probably. Maybe. If I could grab something. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Let's see. Favorite color? Uh, can you guess? She fluffs out orange. her hair. <laughs> yes. Is it orange? It is orange. So what kind, though? Uh, burnt orange. Sunset orange. She shakes her. She Ooh. shakes her head, but then she nods her head at the second one. Oh my! I'm actually doing pretty well. Your favorite kind of meat? Jumbo shrimp. Movies. I too like an action comedy. I don't have a lot of time to watch them these days, but I appreciate them when they're on in the background doing other things. Of course. Let's see. Best birthday present. Best birthday present. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't strictly done like a birthday thing because I don't know when it is. I see. Similar problems. One time I got a really cool little sports bike from the boss when I was doing courier stuff so I didn't have to run. Which I'm good at. I'm very fast. <laughs> but I'm, I was faster on a bike. Yes, you were very light on your feet. Mm-hmm. 
This is true. She postures her chin to be up in the air a little bit more. Mm-hmm. He takes a moment to admire her beautiful face. <laughs> Strike. She splashes her feet a little bit more. Not trying to get you, but there's probably some shrapnel. Sure. Water shrapnel. He'll, he'll deal with it for now. What was your most rewarding moment professionally? <laughs> is this an interview? <laughs> Isn't that what all dates are? Hmm. I don't know. The past like couple weeks have been such a blur. I'm sure there were other things that happened before that. I did manage to swipe a whole nother gang's supply line one time. They got it back within a day, but we got some really good stuff out of it. And I never found out it was me. Mm-hmm. So don't tell him. Who was it? The Hornets. The Hornets? Are they your rival gang? <laughs> they were. Are they, Have they been stamped out? <laughs> no, they're better now. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> opposite problem. Oh no, so they moved up and the Vipers are still... I see. Hmm. What happened in the last few weeks? Bossu fell through a pool. Oh, that was very recent then. Very, very recent. I haven't been doing this for uh, too long in a leadership capacity. I see. That's why my business cards look so shitty. And she wiggles it in the air with her scribbled out name written on there. Hmm. That explains a lot. What's your ambition? What do you want to do? Oh, jeez. What's your goal? Keep on keeping on, but do it better. Make sure my folks are taken care of. He nods that enterprise. Yeah. I'm very enterprising. Hmm. What about you? Um, you know, it sounds sillier the more I think about it, but my life has also changed significantly in the past couple of weeks. My goal before was to get back to the place that I was because I'd been knocked down a few pegs by ill fortune and bad circumstance. But now that's been undone and uh, I'm in a bit of a different position, but I don't really know that that matters to me anymore. I never really had a group of people or friends to rely on or who were counting on me for anything and now I'm sort of wrapped up in something that's frankly feels bigger than me and I don't really know what I'm doing but neither does anyone else it seems so I'm just trying to keep everyone together going forward one more day to I bet you're doing it at least somewhat competently I'd like to think so but we're all still alive, so I guess that means something. It just means you get to try again tomorrow, right? I have to. But that's kind of why I'm here. You know, aside from being here with you, I have some scores to settle. Some friends that are either caught in the crossfire or were positioned to do adverse things when I didn't quite understand the circumstances. Well, if there are things you can't talk about out loud. Oh, I mean... Mostly just one of my friends has some sort of past business deal with the Baraz that fell through because of another one of my friends and that other friend I may have inadvertently encouraged him to sabotage some of their business dealings. <laughs> yes, I know. It's very funny. Listen, I only knew Oliver Barat at that point and I really didn't even know him so I didn't know how many there were, how big their organization was. How could you have known? I could have done some research, paused and waited to gather information before charging in and firing my shotgun. 
I mean, did you have time? I could have. I don't know. You, you look back and you got blinders on. Sometimes you try to make a good decision and it doesn't go the way you want it to, right? Right. But all you can do is grow from that decision and try to remember for the next time, which is why I'm trying to not charge in guns blazing quite as much anymore, but I admit that sometimes that is the necessary course of action. But friends before enemies, whenever possible, I think is a better, a better mission statement. If we want to use that terminology. I think it's a good mission statement. <laughs> Is that your thesis? Let's high five before we kill each other. Hmm. But I have to think that maybe we can help each other in more ways than one. Oh, yeah. How many ways? Well, as many as possible. Huh. We'll have to see. I think we will. Uh, I don't know when this would come up, but... um. There's an associate of mine that is here at the party somewhere. I think she dials in when your voice cracks. And she leans forward on her knees, splashing a little bit more vigorously, shaking some of the candles on the water. Yes, yes, yes. It's, it's a very adjacent Darren situation for me. Oh, no. It's not, it's not quite as bad. Not that yours was bad, but... It could have uh, been worse. It could have been much worse. Mine is just kind of a little weirder, where she is the sister of my sort of arch nemesis, who's not quite my nemesis anymore. And arch nemesis? One step at a time. Let, let me get through this one first. <laughs> okay. And now she's in charge of the casino where I'm living, because I... The one I got shot at? Yes. It was sort of at her behest that I removed him. <laughs> she should not be here. Oh, no. Yes. I, you really shouldn't either. I know. But. <laughs> she. I know. I told her not to come. She. You know, well, okay. So she invited me to come with her, but I was already going with you and I wouldn't have gone with her, probably. Well, um, if you need me to freeze somebody's feet to the floor, I can't do that. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. But point being, there was there was some light romanticism that didn't really go anywhere because, you know, it just kind of got weird and frankly, she's a little bit more... I already have my hands full of... Anyway, this doesn't really matter. The point is... I'm, I'm interested. Um, she's just a, got a bit more baggage than I want to deal with. Hmm. She's nice enough, I think, mostly does businesswoman things. Um, well, I'm glad I have just the right amount of baggage, which is zero as far as you know. As far as I know. That's why mm -hmm. it's perfect so far. Yeah. Because as far as I know for her, it's more than zero, which is not necessarily a deal breaker on its own, but... Uh... Absolutely zero. <laughs> he leans his shoulder against her a little bit, you know, scooches in. She's been holding your hand. Oh, okay. And he squeezes her Real hand. Real sweet. Yeah. She's a very sweet lady, mm -hmm. as far as you know. As far as I know. Well, I know she's not, <laughs> at least not in all the ways. So if we run into her, probably just some mild awkwardness. But now that you say that, I might need to make sure she doesn't get herself killed. Shit. Uh, we can look around for her. I mean, um, I don't have any more business cards, and I'm really just following you around at this point. Oh, good. Well, I mean, I have one, but it's just in case. <laughs> the view's better for back there, anyway. Yeah, well, I wasn't going to say anything, but... I still want to find the matriarch. 
and try to talk to... I don't know, should I? I came all this way. I don't know if I can strike up a conversation with her, and I still don't have any bead on how appropriate it is for me to even be here. So maybe I ought to go and try to feel that out a bit more. Probably not a bad idea. So, I mean, she seems a pretty high society lady. Let's go mingle. Okay. Are you ready to mingle? I'm so ready. She splashes one last time, but with gusto. He accepts the water onto his clothing. She tries to aim it mostly away. Okay. But it's one of those where you hit the water and it doesn't make a noise at first till the kathunk. Boreas would like to... I guess just go schmooze some random people and try to get, like, a pulse on Adva or, like, what the situation hmm. there was. Like, he <laughs> fucking blew it with Renee. <laughs> he doesn't know anybody else, so maybe he'll just try to identify some Bara individuals and, if not talk to them directly, just sort of, like, hunker down nearby and listen to snippets of what they're saying to see if he can gauge sentiment on, like how many people seem to be behind the matriarch versus like against her or if he's even hearing anything to that effect i would like you to make me two rolls mm -hmm. one your notice minus four and a smart minus two okay so notice at minus four that's a zero oh, no. uh, i will spend one benny okay why not same thing it's a, a zero okay. i got four minus four is zero and the second one was a smart at a minus two yes uh, that's a fail. I'll try, Benny. Nope. Oh, no. Fails. Fails all around. You hear a lot of stuff about the matriarch, but nothing specifically, like, about party allegiances and mm -hmm. faction divides. That's fair. You do hear a lot of people excited for her show that she's going to put on later tonight. A show? Yes. What do I learn about the show? Each party, she does something a little bit different, but nobody's really quite sure what's going to be this year. But they have noted that the circle divot in the main atrium floor is new. Hmm. And you do hear some additional party chatter from these rich people. Now, you didn't hear this from me, but some of those taste testers for Jolt are coming back with green tongues. I mean, it's not harmful, but it's certainly a bit off-putting. Green tongues? I wonder what sort of applications that has. What do you think the flavor is called? If it turns tongues green? Yeah. Huh? I don't know that much about food calling, but it could be like blue or blue or green probably to make the tongue that color, right? I would think green would make a tongue green. Well, but like blue on blue blue food coloring on tongue has a lot of green in it. If you say so, you're you're really skipping past the question of what do you think the flavor is? Uh algae shooters. Algae shooters. Uh, is what is the shooter in this case? I don't, I don't know, like bang bang, like a gun. Uh, oh, you're saying that's the name of the flavor? Yeah. Algae shooters. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I see. I'm sorry. A shot size, like those tiny energy drinks. So it's the name of the product, not really a flavor. So it's algae flavored for shooters. It's a uh, ooh. Maybe it's melon mouth. What else is green? What else? What else? She looks around Limes. all the plants that are all fucking green. Drink your chlorophyll. What about oh honeydew? That seems dangerously close to something I've heard of before. I will be sure to stay away from that awful, awful drink. Well, I mean, if it's still in the taste testing phase, I think you'll be fine. They'll probably iron that out, right? Maybe. There's probably too much iron in it. Maybe that's why it's... Maybe there's too much copper. 
That's oh, why it turns yeah, green. Yeah, that could be it. It's freeze coppers. I like it. Yeah, that's it, right? <laughs> yes. And as you guys wander through the atrium, the glass top ceiling, you also hear, oh, the produce output in the loop is outstanding this quarter. Not outstanding in the rain, mind you. <laughs> Someone must be very pleased about that. Hmm. That's good. Agriculture picking up. We have more food stores. Maybe costs will be cheaper or people will be able to expand more. Or Let's put on a warehouse. That could be. I don't know much about the economic infrastructure of the area. Well, as a person who used to steal from food warehouses, it's all in there. I see. It's all just going to go to waste anyway, so. Maybe they're stockpiling it in case there's some sort of agricultural or environmental disaster that results in much of the world being destroyed and, you know, Mm. maybe they're just planning. Hope not. Hard to say. But, I mean, if people need the food now, people should be eating the food now. I'm inclined to agree with that. You do notice that Bari is rubbing her eyes a lot. Are your eyes too sensitive here? Is it too bright? Do you need your glasses? No, I'm fine. Dear, you should wear your glasses. I'm fine. Well, I know that. My my contacts are an old prescription and they're digging in and they're just very... I should have gotten a new pair, but I haven't had the time. Yes, you should certainly get yourself a new prescription. Well, no, I just haven't had time to go get a new one, you know? But you're always on the move. I know, that's the problem. I feel guilty for taking any of your time. It seems very valuable. It is very valuable. Can I have my bag back? Sure. Okay, I'm gonna go fix this. Ha, ah, no backsies. Hey. He runs away. Fine. Sh- shakes her head and walks towards a bathroom. I'll be here. Oh, I know where I can find you. But she says that in your head. Does anything happen while she's in the bathroom? Could you make me a notice? I can. I got a five. You see a duo walking into the atrium and it catches your attention because the light glints off of one of the glasses frames. It's a very soggy pants Darren walking with his beefy Zadar back to the group of other tall blonde men. <laughs> he looks very put out, very nonplussed, Boris but will. he has not seen you. Yeah, Boris will pull out his phone and start taking a video of his soggy walk of shame to <laughs> show Bari afterwards. You do also notice that when he returns to a group, there is someone else with them. Blue-skinned Nakir with a swoop of dark black hair. Motherfucker. And he's got a cape that is so jet black, with little glitter sewn into the inside. It looks like a cosmos. Damn. And it is Namo Din. Fucker. Piece of shit. You didn't tell him he couldn't come to parties. Oh, I was talking about Darren specifically, because oh. he's with Namo Din. Just instantly tells me what kind of person he is. Well, I mean, you don't know who's with Namo Din. That's true. So the last time I saw Namo Din was after I smashed his car <laughs> and then told him to start walking away into the wastes, right? <laughs> when he was in his fax body. Yep. Hmm. He told him to basically fuck off and stay away from them. Yep. And I'm gonna make one roll. Uh, you get a crackle in your ear from your good buddy Vic. I found that guy. He's here. Oh, you mean Namo Din? Oh. Did you did you see him already? Just now. Oh well, I feel like I'm still pretty on it then. Oh yes, you're doing very well, and I'm only. I've been to- toggling like a motherfucker. You alt tab with the best of them, buddy. Just mm-hmm. click, click, click. Yep. Did you know that Control Shift Tab lets you go back a page in the window you have open? Wait, what does it? 
or control tab goes forward a, a tab. I've been a fool. I've been a fool. Hotkeys. You hear Lou in the background saying, are you shitting me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hi, Lou. Say hello to Lou for me. Oh, Boris says hi. Nice. Does Boris recognize anybody else that is with Darren and Namudin? I don't think they look familiar. They are a bigger group than you saw previously. It looks like, you know what? You would recognize a few of them from being in the elevator with you. Looks like it's just a big, it's an Alara assortment. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely wants to keep tabs on Namudin, at least until Bari gets back, but not great seeing him here. He looks like he's having a great time. I'm sure he does. He is talking to Darren, though, and he's looking very dubiously down at his pants. You see Darren getting very flustered about it. Nice, nice. Still recording all of this, by the way. His beefy Zadark waves a dismissive hand towards Darren and looks off distracted at something else. Hmm. Somebody taps you on the shoulder. Boreas starts just a little bit and turns around to find, I assume it'll be Ella. She did roll very well to notice you. She's been looking, so I gave her some bonuses, too, and she rolled an 11, so... It's, that's fair. He's, he wasn't, like, trying to hide or anything like that. Right, right, right. Um, he starts and turns around, still holding his recording camera. Says, Ella, hello. Good evening. <laughs> Good evening. What are, what are you up to? Oh, I'm just um, taking a video of that man with the very wet pants who happens to be talking to Namudin. Oh. Yes, that was generally my response as well she bites her lip painted gold this evening she's got a very silver gold motif going Ooh. dark silver dress she's got on it's very elegant very slim she actually has a mask on that kind of looks like Solaire's oil paint smear but instead of black it's gold damn that's cool it's very glittery very shiny Boris's really heart for flutters a little bit in spite of himself <laughs> damn it Boris <laughs> <laughs> you horny bastard Ooh. It's not going to do anything. He's a wholesome boy. can admire beauty. He played love interest, so... Her hair is down in this very careless yet precise tumble, like the first night you met her at the casino, just over one shoulder with it. Dark purple and silver streaks going through it. Mm. She appears to be wearing stilettos so tall and sharp they should have been taken as contraband because you could definitely stab a guy with those. Nice, nice. You are wearing the hell out of that dress and that mask. Thank you. I had a made special, you know, a while ago. <laughs> sure. Not for this, but I had it ready. Of course. So you decided to come? I d it just seemed like it'd be rude not to, because <laughs> I got the invitation. Boreas clenches his teeth in a, a little bit of a smile and says, and it doesn't feel like a trap to you? Like they invited I mean, you to come here knowing that you supplanted Odva. Do they know? I don't know. Shh. I don't Talk know. so loud about that. Why would they invite you otherwise? I don't know, but I got the invitation, so... This is a bad idea. I mean, if I'm if I'm his replacement, what, it just makes sense, right? That's true. I mean, they didn't own the casino or anything. You know more about the situation than I do, so I will trust your judgment. But it would be a substantial dunk on their holdings. Hmm. I mean, I could just leave. But I, I just got here, yeah, so... I mean, you're, you're here of your own volition. You do what you're going to do. I'm just voicing my concern for your safety. You know, when I'm here, which is probably a stupid idea, given my role in the process, but I'm 
trying to sort of feel out how I didn't know that there was internal conflict with the Baraz and that Arvo oh, was... Oh, it's rife, apparently. That's what I've heard, but I, I haven't been able to find anything out. You know, shockingly, no one at this party wants to talk about their own faction. So I'm sort of at a standstill. I very much like to speak to the matriarch on pleasant terms to smooth all these things over and maybe make way for business dealings that doesn't involve our allies being killed and shot at and right 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 i did see the new lady the you know the top floors i chetna chetna yes she's oh you mean back at the casino not yeah here. yeah she's definitely should not be here yes well uh hopefully she settles in and starts doing some good work but let's see hmm has everything else been going well enough for you? Yeah, I mean, I just got here. I was uh, probably going to go to the bar, see what's going on around uh, the little rotating terrace. I like doing that when I come here. But I don't know. I'm, I'm relatively uh, untethered for the evening, unless you want to do something. Um, I'm a little bit tethered this evening, so I'm not exactly free. All right. Plus one. Yes, I did accept a plus one invitation. Your info broker. Uh, yes, with her. You having a nice time? It's been a true experience. I've never been anywhere quite like this, and I've never been to a party quite like this. So I imagine you get to go to things like this semi-regularly. I oh. used to, yeah, when I had time, you know. Sure. So it's been pretty fun seeing how people live in this style. Is there anything I should go look at? He'll give her like a brief rundown of the stuff. He's seen like the little fighting arena, the pools, the buffet, the entertainment, the hover band. You know, there's just a lot of stuff to see and do here. Hmm. Well, maybe I'll go and see and do some of it. Sounds like a plan. If you get into trouble, try to let me do somehow. And I'll do my best to help you, if possible. <laughs> That's, uh, okay. He shrugs. Or don't. You're a strong, independent woman who can certainly take care of herself. I am that. I'm gonna get out of here, though, so he doesn't see me or us. Maybe we should divide and uh, conquer. Sounds like a plan. Also, the tiny wet pants man that he's standing with as a pantheon agent a money counter type person so just be wary of him he's not terribly mm. trustworthy as I understand it well he looks like somebody spitting his drink something like that spitting his drink no his metaphorical drink well yes and it is at this point when Bari shows back up walks over she has her aviators on orange stylish She's not squinting anymore. <laughs> nice, nice. You can't see her eyes anymore, barely. Well, it's like it's a light orange tint. Classy. She just craves that sunset filter at all times. Of course. <laughs> it's her favorite color. Mm -hmm. Sun-kissed. <laughs> and she just bumps right back into you. Oh, hello. Welcome back. Sorry, I was gone for a little long. I had to cut around to some people. Not a problem. Bari, this is Sevella Laza. They introduce themselves, and Ella gives a very curt nod, but a, can you roll me a notice? Yeah. Five. Let's see how well she's performing. Grace is not a very notice, boy. 
her nose is a little higher up in the air than normal looking at Bari. Mm. And she will excuse herself very quickly. Uh, so that yeah, that's Ella. That's who I was talking about earlier. I'm going to roll Bari's notice. <laughs> oh, she noticed. Yeah, she seems cool. <laughs> seems great. Not super devastatingly attractive or anything. <laughs> She's just going to walk away off to a different room, maybe. He'll let her take a few steps and then follow behind her at a leisurely pace and just say, you know, running away won't help you. I only like to chase. Well, then maybe that's good that I just keep going. It's very nice. I just keep going. Mm, I like this way. Thank you. Hurry and catch up to her. <laughs> Listen, if I wanted to be here with her, I would be. And you're devastatingly beautiful, you know. Stop. Okay. But like, don't. <laughs> Well, I'm getting mixed signals now, so... I know, I gotta keep you on your toes, I'm apparently. I can't keep up with this. Gives you a cheek kiss. Oh, I suppose that clears things up. Well, is there anything you want to do? Maybe not around her? Because that makes me feel a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, my attempt to garner further information about the Baraz in general has utterly failed. So, I know that, uh, hmm... We could just snoop. We could snoop some more. I've been trying to snoop. It hasn't gone anywhere. We can snoop extra good. Can we? Victor does chime in. Namo Din is on the move, and he uh, just went to the matriarch's office. But I don't have feeds in there. I just have the hallway outside it. Is she in her office? I don't know. Maybe. Is it off limits? In an off limits area? I mean, there are a lot of guards in that hallway. Did he go in invited or did he sneak in? He was walking very confidently, but it, that might just be how he lives his life. I see. He'll relay this to Bari. That's probably not good, right? Probably not. I mean, he was just speaking with Darren, so if Darren and he have now connected on who I am and oh, shit. to sabotage us. I can make you invisible. You can do that. I forgot. Hell yeah, I can do that. Yes. Hell yeah. Let's do that. Can't do it for that long, but... That's fine. Did <laughs> you want me invisible for a little while? I, I mean, it it might be cool. It might be cool, okay. Uh, here's the thing, if I sneak in past them and I'm invisible and I'm trying- Oh, that's why you want to do it? What? Oh, you get pinched. Well, what else, why else would I be invisible? I don't, for fun? Sometimes I just do it cuz. Well, okay, it still sounds fun, but <laughs> yes, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. If I sneak in and I'm invisible and they catch me, that would reflect poorly, but if he's gone in to speak to the matriarch, what else am I supposed to do? Go up and say, I too have pressing business to speak with to the matriarch. Oh boy. And that pressing business is, hello, my name is Boreas and I killed one of your members. That's and not I just a thought great it would start. Be here. I thought it would be good to come here directly to your office uninvited to, you know, clear the air. Also, I am holding a fire on him. I know how that seems, but I'm not here to kill you. Did you sneak in an extra? Oh, yes. Where? I mean, it's my my 9mm. Where? I shrank it down. Oh, God, of course you did. Well, isn't it bigger yet? Well, yes, but I oh. still have it on my person. Oh, okay. It's in my... He shakes his robe a little bit, and you can see there's a dangly little pocket on the inside where there's clearly a heavy she, object. She feels around inside, and she's going to roll in. The safety is on. Oh, she doesn't take it. No. What's she doing? Just feeling around? You can uh, <laughs> <Honestly>. <laughs> roll your notice. <laughs> <laughs> 
four. Damn. <laughs> she put her purse back in there. Mm, very sneaky. Mm-hmm. Can he get, like, a layout from Victor's to, like, where exactly Namo went? Like, what is the... He doesn't have any surveillance gear mm-hmm. there. Is it in the office itself, or is it, like, the hallways leading back to the office that he saw Namo go in? Like- uh, Victor basically has the security cameras around the main building. Mm-hmm. So he's got views of like hallways and stuff, but if there isn't a security camera in a room, he doesn't have anything. Okay, so he knows that He's Namo... basically only patched into the security system and some of the guard communications. So he knows that Namo went to talk to the matriarch, walking confidently as though he was supposed to be there, but he went into an area he can't see and he knows there's a lot of guards back there. Yeah, he saw Namo walking past guards in the hallways on the way to Matriarch's office because they're not going to leave her unguarded, you know? Sure. Hmm. Some fancy looking people walk by you and you hear them saying, Did you hear about that scandal with Selmako? I don't know who pissed off, but I guess he can afford to. He's going to go over and engage with those people and just say, I haven't heard about that. Can you tell me? What did you hear? <laughs> you didn't hear about this? I thought everybody heard about this. He got shot at a hospital. <laughs> it's a funny place to get shot. Decided to overload something he shouldn't have. And someone got very angry, but you know. Do you know who it was? Well, we'll see if they do. The Yara lady that you're talking to nods at you with big eyes. And she leans in and whispers, Mommy, you didn't hear this from me, but it might have been that Namo Din fella. So I was under the impression that it was the Baraz or somebody associated with the Baraz because Namo had been in business with Afa. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you know about Namo Din? He's Trixie and he's so handsome. He sees Kate. Well, Boreas pinches his lips <laughs> a little bit. Is he friends with the Matriarch? Do they get along? I mean, they've been doing business for a long time. But are they friendly? I don't know. They keep doing business, so I would assume so. I see. Well, thank you. Enjoy the party. Oh, yeah, you too. Either he's just a profitable business partner, or he has some sort of leverage. Perhaps the matriarch would be amenable to removing such a partner. But where would we find him? The person able to remove the business partner? No, Namudin himself. Uh, the real, oh. <laughs> in the flesh, oh. Namudin. So this is probably, this isn't him. No. Based on what you've told me, it's probably not. Probably a fax, one of these. God, fa- these rich fucks. I know. I want a fax? I know. I would love a robot buddy so that I could do all sorts of heinous things. Not really. Do I mean, all sorts I just, of reckless like, things. <laughs> just set it out to do errands for me. I could take a nap. You really don't have one of your gang members who can do these things for you? There used to be more competent folks, but they've, you know, jumped ship. Some of them with Darren. You see. It was a, a, a restructuring. It's fine. I'm fine. Every, everybody's fine. She says, and you notice her bags seem to get physically bigger under her eyes. We'll we'll figure things out. We're figuring it out. One step at a time. One step. Oh, boy. Do we have fly on the wall? Hmm. What? I was just thinking. About what? (laughs) I mean, you made your gun really tiny, right? Oh, my God. Ah, you're right. I could. Are you good at climbing? Um, not especially... I was going to stick to all that ivy, but... Mmm, okay. The big, big main atrium that everybody's, like, hobnobbing in. Big circular room with these archways, but higher up on the one wall is a terrace 
with these fluttery curtains that appears to lead to the matriarch's office. Oh, then yeah, I'm gonna fucking go do that. <laughs> all right, all right, I got this. Tell you what, oh, we are linked up. Can you make me? Fine, right? I will. I will die. Yes, I'm my way up there. Once I'm up there, I, 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 I can. But it might not mm, work totally. on like, cards if they have like heat okay, visions. Well, I really, I just, I can just mess with That's brains. What I do. <laughs> sure. But if you were tiny, I could shoot you up there. Shoot me? Yes. Or like throw me? In a way. Oh, you mean with like your mind? No. I think she gun. You're on the right track. With a t-shirt launcher. She shakes out her wrist and she has a very chunky bracelet on clicks a little button into place and it unfolds into a tiny slingshot Ooh, you scoundrel you rambunctious well, street hoodlum i am very good at sneaking weapons into places i see it's impressive <laughs> she like fiddles with her necklace rolling it back and forth now what's that what's that a sling yeah a giant slingshot i can just put you in there and just no, how small can you get? I could make myself the size of a mouse. You would be so goddamn cute. That's small. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, if I do it and you get me up there. Yeah, I can do that. Okay. I mean... <laughs> what? This is so dumb. What if you miss? What if you miss? You're the one no, shooting... What if you miss your grab? Like, I'm going to get you up there. Obviously. Well, how am I going to miss something if you get me up onto the terrace? I'm so tiny. There, there will be nowhere for me to go that I could possibly I mean, miss. I was going to aim you for the ivy. There's a lot more stuff to grab on there. Can't you just shoot me up? And I'm so tiny. But you're. But, but what if you hit something and you get hurt? Or would it not hurt as much because you're small? I don't know. All right. Well, let's sneak back into a corner for a moment here. Okay. I would like to also be invisible, please. Yeah, of course. I'm going to be invisible, too. You think I'm not going to be invisible? Throwing a tiny man up on a wall? <laughs> Just making sure. For, what are you going to say to her? How long can you be tiny? Um, he checks the dial on his wrist. Have I regained any power points? In the, oh, like, yeah. Okay. So I, I mean, I you guys have been it. hanging out for like an hour, probably, yeah. since icing Darren. Gotcha. That's at least five points. Yeah, and I think that's like all I spent on that anyway. So Perfect. Well, I, I did spend boost rate. As this is happening, you do get another Victor chatter. There's a lot of weird garbled shit coming from the guards. I don't know what it is because I, I can't hear most of it, but I'm getting a lot more volume. Did you do something? Did I do something? I, did somebody do something? I don't. There's there's a lot more on the waves than there was. I did that thing with Darren, but that's about it. That was a while ago, though. That was really funny, by the way. I saw all that. Thank you. Uh, alright, well, I should probably just stop moving and stop wasting time. He pulls up his little breather, sticks it into his mouth, and says, Prepare to see the smallest man you've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, even I'm so smaller ready. than Darren. <laughs> I would like to go ahead and roll to shrink. Okay. Uh, so I'm going, the smallest size category that is outlined in the book is a size of negative four, typically up to six inches tall, and is about the size of a crow or a mouse. Four size increments below me, so that would be eight points to cast it. Okay. Okay. Oh, God. Well, Bari is going to simultaneously cast her invisibility on both of you. Four. Thank God. Didn't have to lose points or Benny it or crit fail. Ooh, but Bari almost did. Boreas, as you shrink down 
everything around. It's almost like you are staying static. I don't know how much you yourself feel in this moment, except the ambient buzz of Cory from your pack and everything around you suddenly stretching up and up and up and up. You can feel the vibrations of the floor much more at this size, the people dancing in the room, their feet all shaking the floor in a way that wasn't very noticeable to you at a larger size. But right now like this, it feels like the aftershocks of an earthquake. The breeze out here on the terrace that you two find yourself on, a small gust of wind feels like a hurricane blast to you for a second, and it blows your cape up around you, billowing as you look up at Bari. For a moment, you feel a little tingle of vertigo in your stomach as you see Bari looking down at you from so high up. And she looks absolutely delighted. Bari's gonna try again in a second. My God, that is the same roll. Okay, so maybe she's trying to get it off, but she keeps laughing because you are now so small. <laughs> yeah, I can put you in my pocket. Look at you! Please don't. <laughs> the tiniest nerd in the world. Yes, well, make me a tiny invisible nerd. Okay. Okay, I got this. Hold on. <laughs> oh no! She crit failed. She crit failed because she's laughing too hard. Oh god. So she gains a level of fatigue yep. and loses all the power points? She yeah, sure does. Are you alright? I thought I was. She's kind of got her hands on her knees, wheezing a little bit. I should have had that last flute. Oh, it's good. I got this. I'll just patiently wait here for you. Good. There we go. That's a four. That's acceptable. <laughs> so you see I'm her invisible focus. with a minus four penalty to see me. Yes. Okay. You see Bari focusing. And I think since you guys are linked up in your brains, you can kind of feel it trickle down from the top of your head to your toes. And you can look down and you look like yourself until you look a little harder and then you kind of see through in the middle of your outlines. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. She's like, I got this. Interesting. Please be gentle with me. I will. All right, just hop on, hop on. She kind of scoops you up very gently. Oh, and lo- <laughs> I was like riding an elephant. She says in your brain, I'll go slow until we can't. <laughs> You ready? Definitely ready. Okay. She's gonna roll shooting to slingshot you up. Thank God. Onto the balcony. That's great. Her shooting is actually a D6. So let's find out. Oh, please, Bari. Please be cool. Or do you wanna roll for Bari? Oh yeah, I would like this. So go ahead and roll. That's your fault if I get yeah, shot I over know. the edge. Ooh, minus one, that is a fail. Okay. So she's gonna use one of her bennies. She is a wild card since your love interest upgraded her, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Bari. Hell yeah. That's a nine. Oh, nice. Okay, so she loads you into her tiny wrist-mounted slingshot bracelet. Okay, I'm gonna go on one. Are you ready? Three. And then she lets go. You tumble through the air like a little speedy grenade. Try not to pass out. Try not to pass out. G-Force at this size? What? <laughs> Roll me an athletics to grab on. But since you're tiny, I feel like the size means you get a plus two to grab onto stuff because it's bigger. Okay. Blow up a six. Ten plus two is twelve. 
with that, maybe we get a shot of Boris tumbling end over end in the air. And it's over the fancy party goers <laughs> below. <laughs> it's a first person shot from his perspective. It's just, you know, rushing gold and darkness and red oranges. And then we see the tail end of some of the ivy just bobbing in the breeze. And he snatches onto it with his arms and swings on a vine into an upward arc and then lets go and flies up and over the railing. Nice. With a 12, I'm going to say he has a more graceful roll to his knees. And I would a say solid that's very, pose. very graceful. I mean... <laughs> I'm so glad you made it. <laughs> Not that I thought you would. Oh, this is why I don't go to carnivals anymore. Anymore? No, the motion just... Oof. Okay, you, you gotta focus up. You're in danger town, bud. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, I'm here if you need anything like a distraction, but... I'll keep that in mind. Thank you. So Boris would like to get the lay of the land for where he is right now. You are up on a balcony, and this whole time I've kind of been imagining it sort of looks like the one in Aladdin, but less big. Like Jasmine's balcony? Jasmine's, with like the big scoop Mm -hmm. up. A very hearty looking balcony. That's cool. But it's definitely closer to the wall. There are these gossamer, sheer, glittery curtains that are blowing in the breeze that seems to be coming from inside the room. And there's a chair set up right behind them that is empty currently. Hmm. He's going to try to sneak in closer to the door and see if he can see or hear anything inside the room proper. What you can hear is Namo Din very argumentatively talking to a figure in a high back chair. You can't trust this guy. He's going to fuck you over. He killed your nephew. I think you should watch your back. Hmm. They're talking about me. I think it would be quite a coincidence if they weren't. What do you mean? What are they saying? Is it good? It's all good things, right? Uh, Is it about how cute your butt is? (laughs) Uh, Bari is a (laughs) drunker now that she crit failed. I like that. That's fun. Uh, He's telling her not to trust me. Does it make sense? Because of his whole deal. I'm going to keep this. Okay. So Namudin is just talking to the matriarch. What does the matriarch look like? Can I see her or is she still is the chair? She's in shadow. <laughs> She's oh in God, shadow. <laughs> Man, part of his theatrical nature says that he wants to just like <laughs> sit on the table and just start to grow back to normal size at a normal pace and see like when they notice him sitting there. Oh my there. God. Um, I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that. I'm saying I would very much so like to see you do that. He doesn't really gain anything by confronting Namo here, right? Like, That depends. You certainly could. Well, like during the meeting, it it just gives Namo a chance to speak out against him or put poison in her ear or just be a little bitch. So he'll probably listen to the exchange, wait for Namo to leave, and then try to talk to the matriarch, maybe, depending Mm -hmm. on how that goes. He's trying to glean information about their relationship based on how they're interacting, how they're speaking to one another. And he wants to try to gauge her mood on dealing with him as soon as that becomes possible. He'll listen if there's more to listen to. He goes and continues talking when she doesn't seem to reply, but you do hear a heavy thwack onto the ground behind the desk. But I don't... Well, roll me a notice. Maybe you can see what it is from there. Oh, uh, one and a three. That's a no. Oh, no. You're not sure what the thwack was, but it does smell very damp, like the air being pumped out of there. It smells very wet. Hmm. Maybe she has a lot of plants here. Hmm. No, she likes plants. Really? This is Bari in your head. (laughs) 
Can you read my thoughts? Yes, I'm trying hard, but I did mostly just context clues right now. I see. I didn't realize I was thinking out loud. People rarely do. Alright, so he's he's trying to push her to not trust Boreas, basically. Yeah, and what he continues to say as another thwack hits the floor is, I took the liberty of inviting Savella Laza, who I believe put the hit on your nephew. If you want to do anything with that, that's up to you, but I thought that might be a mighty fine birthday present, considering our long and prosperous business relationship. And I just wanted to let you know, bad day for a coup that they might be a part of, but I can see you aren't very interested in talking right now, and I can appreciate that. It is your birthday after all, so I will leave you to it. Thank you for the lovely party. And with a cape flourish that glitters like the sky, this spiky-faced fuck leaves the room. He closes the door very soft. Or maybe that's just how she has the doors built. So he'll he'll relay everything he heard, probably to both Bari and Victor, if he can do that quietly. I assume Victor's just getting a, a feed of what Bori oh, yeah. sees, so Victor, he doesn't need to Vic- do that. Or he can't see what you see, but he can, he can hear, hear what okay. you hear that's within a so- within a radius of you. That's you know. sufficient for what I need then. You hear Victor and you go, oh, fuck. What, what are you going to do? I think I'll be bold. If anyone can take care of it, you can't. What can I do to help you? Boreas is currently invading her space. He's here uninvited directly. He did kill her nephew. He is not planning a coup. She probably would not like that he came here uninvited. Can he cross the room and try to like the door is closed he can't get out through the door i don't know if he can get under the door it roll me a notice on the door four you do notice that there's like a pet door <laughs> fuck <laughs> gonna make me get eaten by a a dog that doesn't exist because dogs <laughs> dog question uh, mark dog? I do like that they're t- genetically engineered to snarl fucking dogs and cats. They're extinct, like dinosaurs. Damn. Well, maybe they're not extinct now because they've been genetically engineered. Right. But welcome to Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park, yeah. Okay, so if possible, Boris would like to go through the pet door uh, and poke <laughs> his head outside to see what the hall looks like. And if there are guards like right okay. outside there. Yeah. Is that possible? Yeah. You can roll me a stealth. I would love to do that. She's very good at noticing things. <laughs> I got a four. <laughs> I got a four. That's a five and a one, so you are safe. Okay. For Cause now. Because there's a minus four penalty to view oh, me as I'm invisible. Unless they have infravision, in which case it's have. I would actually like to use my GM Benny to re-roll this. That's fair. Damn, would have been a two. You're safe for now, Boreas. Yes. <laughs> I guess I can describe the room now that you're inside it, That'd though. That'd be nice, yeah, on my way out. <laughs> yeah. It was going to be very dramatic when you walked in through the regular doors. <laughs> As you're about to go into the room, Victor says, Oh, I see him. He looks fucking angry. In relation to Nami. Yeah. Okay. But he seems like he's just hanging out. Like back in the party? Yeah. Is what he would convey to you. Sure. When you walk into the room, even just through the curtains, it kind of feels like you walk into a greenhouse. There is steam that rises and it's billowing out of these vents in each of the four corners of the room. It's very dark, but there are some of those floating pollen lamps like in the main atrium. 
but in here they're like a soft yellow instead of a soft blue like they were down there. There are large monitors on the walls and they seem to have a field around them that's invisibly pushing back some of the steam, maybe to keep the moisture away from the circuitry. Uh, I don't know why I read it weird like that, but I stand by it. There is a very, very fine, solid looking wooden desk that's polished to a shine and it doesn't look damp itself. The high back chair remains turned away, looking at a screen. You just hear a decisive sniff and another thwack. Do I see what's making the thwack noise as I'm running to the pet door? You actually can roll me another notice at plus four this time. I fail? Because I could crit fail. You could Blow crit a fail. Six into a four, ten plus four is fourteen. There is a hefty pile of husked aloe fronds piling up. Nice. There are these channels indents into the walls that glowing mushrooms are growing out of and like a vertical sort of pattern, different sort of colors, but it looks like they were intentionally planted because of the patterning gotcha. of how they're growing. Cool. If you're the size of a mouse, you are just slogging through this floor steam. Yeah. Can you make me a vigor roll, actually? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I didn't think you'd have your face in it. Of course I can. <laughs> Uh, it's a two and a three. Ooh, do uh, you want a Benny that though? It's my last Benny. I give you a Benny for how recklessly you've, <laughs> how recklessly you've put yourself in a terrible situation. Yeah. All right. Sure. Uh, blew up a six. Hot damn. Into a two eight. I do have, you know, a respirator. So if there was, if it was clear to me that there was any problem, like it does function as a rebreather right. as well. Right, 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 right. Okay, so you're fine then. Do you have that Benny back? Because I forgot yeah, you. you I, to, yeah. I forgot that you have a respirator. Yeah, it is actually a respirator. You can make it to that little pet door. I would like to do that. He'll cast a glance over his shoulder to the still shrouded matriarch and then just try to poke his way under the pet. Just. Just to glance into the hallway. Just to glance. He specifically wants to see if there are guards right outside or if the hallway is empty, because if the hallway is empty, then he could always just like knock on the door and go in the front and be like, oh, hello. <laughs> you could. How are you? Which make... would be better than just growing out of nothing, you know? Yeah, that would be a little disconcerting. Yeah. Can you make me a notice at minus six? Oh, God, yes. Uh, it's a negative one. You don't see anything. There's nobody there. Yeah. Of course. So here's the thing. He's curious. That's his major hindrance is curious, which is why he needs to know everything and be super nosy and stuff. He's not stupid. He understands the risks involved with, you know, even being in this situation. So I think ultimately what he's going to try to do is go back to a point where there could be a guard to then like talk to the guard and be like, announce my presence. I'd like to speak to the matriarch. Okay. As opposed to just... I don't know. Showing up and getting shot on the spot. Potentially. I don't know. He he wants to start, like, it could be super impressive for him to just grow out of nothing. Could but be. Could backfire very badly. And it could. Uh, usually if you're there for good intentions, you know, he brought a gift. He came in the front door. Yeah. So, like. Um, he snuck in the customary sneaking weapon. He doesn't see anybody in the hallway. So I think he's going to follow the hallway until he gets to a point where there are guards that he can then, I don't know, duck behind something to grow up and then come back around in front of or something. Does that make sense? Yeah. Far too late over your Victor headset, you hear, hey, this is your very good buddy life mentor, Lunova, and I've got some advice for you. Uh, you should not be in that office anymore. I mean, he's like in the pet door right now, so. 
Yes, Lou, I think that's probably wise, and I'm going to go back to somewhere I'm permitted to be and then ask them to bring me here. It's a much better idea, because if I was guarding a high-value target, you would be shot on sight. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah, so go, maybe go do something better okay. than that. Okay. Luno out. He's out the pet door now. Now he's looking for a guard checkpoint where mm-hmm. somebody would be standing guard. That you find one of those very easily. Okay. It's like right around the next bend. Is it like a multi-stage? Yes. Okay. Well, then he need he needs to go the whole way back out. Yeah. So he can't just appear somewhere and be like. <laughs> Abari's like, where are you? What's going on? Um, I came to the decision that it would be wiser to just ask to be taken to her rather than, you know, appear in front of her in her own safe haven that I shouldn't be able to get to. That would be a little violating. Yeah. As he's, like, running down <laughs> yeah. the hallway, like, still invisibly, just Tiny would just hear, like... I'm gonna roll a very tiny, very <laughs> invisible notice. Just keeping it up as long as she can for you. It's a no-go, though. It'd still be a one with your minus four. You can make it around past the guard checkpoint, I think. It doesn't make sense for me to roll for all three of them. That's dumb. But you can find a tasteful little alcove to pop into to resize yourself. Yeah. If you wish. He will, and he'll go back to normal and just be like, oh, it feels like my bones are growing. Ooh, I feel like, you know, after you're carrying something heavy for a while and then uh, you put it down, you feel much lighter. Oh, yeah, it's the stuff. I feel much heavier. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> Fine, I'm sure. Shake it out. Oh, do you want to be visible again? Um, yeah, that's probably good. Okay. If you could. Yeah, do you, you see? So you still fading in? You see that? Do I? Probably. Yeah. Yes, I'm tangible. Thank you. I guess I've always been tangible. I mean, you've always been tangible. Anyway. Okay, well, wish me luck. I'm going to go uh, ask to be taken to the matriarch, so. Good luck. Thank you. So when you get shot to death, what kind of eulogy would you like me to give at your funeral? Um, whatever feels appropriate. Um, Morose, but hopeful. Our time together, you know, debonair, handsome, excellent kisser, dancer, all of these things will be worth touching upon. Victor can help you with the details. Okay. (sighs) He's now going to cast boost trait on himself, and he's going to boost his persuasion. Damn, that's a good idea. <laughs> that's what he's going for. Okay, how many points do you have left after all this okay, bullshit? So let's talk about that. So I spent eight to shrink down. Okay. I, have, I have 20 points overall. Pretty affordable. I spent eight for that. Well, that was for the original duration. So it costs me one per minute. We'll call it a minute because duration five is five rounds in combat. And that's each round's usually like six to 10 seconds. At that tiny size, you were probably that size for five minutes or so. So I'll mark off five more of them. To listen to that conversation and to scamper past all the guards. I'd say that's a five minutes. Yeah, that's perfectly reasonable. All right, so I'm at seven power points now. So I'm going to cast Boost Trait Persuasion. Got a six. It'll bump me up one. I'll take it. That's fine. So I temporarily have a D10 Persuasion. My, my, my. And that will cost me only one point. My limitation for Boost Lower Trait is that it has to be Touch. I can't do it at range. Okay, gotcha. Okay. 10 PP. 6 out of 20 now. Be a real shame if combat broke out and I needed all those power points. You never know. You never know. Could be this coup you're starting. Oh, God. Okay. So we see Boreas put his respirator back in. He closes his eyes, adjusts the dial on his wrist console, 
his reduced pack whirs to life once more. He inhales the frosty breath. Maybe the color that goes through his veins, it makes them just a little bit more purpley than normal. Pleasant, like a light, yeah, maybe like, like a, a lilac. lilac. Yeah. Yeah. And then he will step out from around the corner with a flourish of his cape to address the first guard that is standing watch. Good evening. Hello. Hi. I'm here to see the matriarch. Are you on the list? This is a restricted area, and if you're not, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. You know, that's a good question. I honestly don't know if I am, but I do believe that she might want to speak with me. And what is your name? My name is Boreas. Boreas. And they open up a PDA and they're flicking through it. Mm -hmm. They just put away the PDA. You do appear to be on a list. Oh, wonderful. My reputation precedes me. Apparently. Hopefully in a good way. We can hope. <laughs> <laughs> they have an SMG at their hip. <laughs> All of them do. All six guards. Sure. <laughs> Two per fine. checkpoint mm -hmm. at the corners. It's a lot of bullets. It's a lot of bullets. Yes. So if uh, if possible, I would like to speak to the matriarch. Yeah, I mean, you're on the list. So they don't have a strict appointment for a birthday party. <laughs> drop in, drop out basis. But she doesn't have any uh, current visitors. So I suppose I can see you back. That would be most appreciated. As this guard starts to walk you back down the corridor you just came from, yeah, you hear over a loudspeaker announcing a very fine show is about to start. Damn. Priorities. String music, probably from the floating orchestra, starting to swell. You just hear Bari in your head go, Oh my god. Oh. Is it cool? Am I missing something cool? It's so cute. What is it? Seasonal snails. And they're just kind of going real slow in circles. I see. But I like it. I'm glad you enjoy it. I have very pressing business to attend to. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't be too sad about missing it. Oh, oh, good. Oh, that's perfect. That'll keep you busy for a little while. I mean, it must take them a very long time to complete any anything. If I wasn't so worried about your life right now, I'd be taking so many more pictures. Oh, take more pictures. Okay, if you insist. There it is. He'll keep following the guard. Now much more relieved that he has plenty of time to have this conversation <laughs> and he's not missing anything. You walk down the hallway with this guard with this orchestral music floating in a haunting sort of way around the walls. Because all these walls have plants on them. Mm -hmm. So it's just like a sound dampener. You feel like you should be making more noise than you are, but you can't hear it. The guard arrives at the door and raps on it politely. Uh, excuse me, Matriarch, you have a visitor by the name of Boreas. He'll incline his head to the guard and open the door to enter this very unfamiliar chamber. It's very unfamiliar, huh? I've never been here before. Well, let me describe it. There's steam coming out of all four corners. There are mushrooms growing up the walls. And the chair is turned around. He will enter the room, close the door quietly, take confident steps out into the middle of the room where he could easily be seen if someone were so inclined, posture, non-threatening. Stand in silence for a moment to see if he is addressed first, and if he's not, then he will break the ice. The silence is resounding. Good evening, Matriarch. I was pleasantly surprised to find that I was on the list. I thank you. My name is Boreas. It seems you already know that. I'm here as a plus one today, which I trust is not an inconvenience. I did bring a gift as well. I hope you enjoy it. It's out on the table. I didn't bring it back, but I'm sure you'll get to it later. Oh, it's already up here. 
Oh, very fine. It's very nice. I'm glad you enjoy it. I heard that you enjoy aloe plants, but I thought you would get plenty of those. You are not wrong. He smiles, does a little internal fist. <laughs> what do you call that? A pump, fist, fist pump. Fist, fist pump, thank you. I couldn't help but notice one Namo Din made his way back here not too long ago. You hear a thwack on the floor. Mm. I will be frank with you. I don't know what you've heard about me. Some of it may be true. My intent is to come here to speak openly and honestly and hopefully bury whatever hatchet may remain. I don't know really much of anything about you or your organization and seem to have found myself in the middle of some situations in your orbit. I offer you no direct ill will. I have no issues with you personally. And I would like to ensure that there may not be issues moving forward. But, as your guest, if you are amenable, I would like to hear what you might have to say. It's not often that younger people take such a pause to see what I want to say. Younger people? They're always in such a hurry. I am inclined to agree, but I'm in a position to be. The big chair does swivel around. <gasps> you can tell that Adva got his love of high back chairs from the matriarch because she also has one. And the woman in the chair is a slender Axian Karnic, and she has this mottled gray-green skin, a wide face, and large feathered green membranes that frame her face. And each membrane resembles a large worn leaf, like a jungle leaf almost. You know what I'm talking about? Like sure. the holes in them? Mm -hmm. I think so. They're deepest green at the crest of her head, and then as they go down, they lose a little bit of their greenery, so it gets a little paler. Okay. She has a fancy little ornamentation around the top tendril, large orb-like yellow eyes that have a glowing slit of a pupil tapping one talon on the desk as she's looking you up and down. She's got on like a very tasteful sheath dress. It's a, a brown. Corey's with his love interest. God damn it, do you have love interest? No, I wish. <laughs> Fuck, I wish. She's looking at you kind of like a bird with those small motions, but they're all purposeful. I come into this situation as an outsider. Browse fur a little bit. I harbor neither you nor your people any direct ill will. Uh, on a personal level. I do have several friends who have been involved in certain dealings and situations, which is one of the reasons I'm here tonight. I've heard many troubling things over the last several weeks, things that I was not aware of or continue to be ignorant about. So rather than playing a guessing game, I thought it might be prudent to speak to you directly and that such misunderstandings could be cleared up for the future. I don't think it's ignorance that lands a fly in a web. It's curiosity, more often than not. Namo Din has come to warn me of you. I assume that's not a surprise. That is not a surprise to me. I do not care for the man myself, and uh, our business dealings have been... Hmm, well, I suppose I've been a bit of a thorn in his side, but he's been allying himself with certain individuals that I find distasteful. So Would that be like myself? I didn't intend to include you in that categorization, but I don't know you very well. 
so I would not do so out of hand. And on my birthday. Of course, and on your birthday. But that can only afford you so much, of course. You'd be surprised. <laughs> sure I would be. Mamo Din, as far as I've ever known him, is a ruthless and immoral businessman, which I suppose is exactly what one would want if the bottom line was all that mattered. He's a climber. He is. He builds ladders out of bones. But never his own. Oh, never his own. Or at least the bones of his robots, or those faxes, whatever he calls them. He told me that you killed one of my very favorite nephews. At the behest of one of his underlings. Is that true? Boreas only waits a moment before responding, but he says, I believe that is true, yes. He also says that you're angling to replace me with the aid of dissenters. That is not true. I have no designs to impact you or your business dealings outside of uh, the ways I may have already done so inadvertently. I am not part of any uprising or coup or power grab in an attempt to overthrow you or your structure. But how am I to take your word for that? The person who killed one of my very fake nephews. Well, I'm not a psionic, so I suppose I can't show you my memories, but if you would have someone with such abilities that you would like to vet what I am saying, you have my permission to do so in a limited capacity, which is not an offer I make lightly, but in the spirit of forthrightness. That could be something we could arrange very easily. He nods. But of course, I would never have come here in the first place if I believed that there was no chance for some sort of amicable conversation or business deal. One of the convenient things about a birthday party is you can invite enemies and friends all and then see where the dice land. I've never been much of a gambler, at least for monetary purposes. But I suppose I am a bit of a risk taker from time to time, especially when my curiosity has been piqued. The fact that you haven't killed me on the spot says that maybe you think there is something I have to say that's worth hearing. There might be a few things I could use clarification on. Why did you kill Adva? I do know you're living there now. Was it just a real estate opportunity? He takes a, a long inhale and then exhale. Because this is, this is probably the hardest question for him to answer because he feels like it was probably the most reckless thing that he's done so far in terms of like kicking in the door, shooting first, asking questions later type stuff. And he, you know, he's gotten reassurances from different people at different times about it, but he himself still knows that like he didn't really do a lot of research on that one. He's right. literally went in guns blazing. That time. That time. Even with giant crab, you gave it a modicum more thought. <laughs> right. I believed that I was in a perilous situation. And I was offered some choices of how the situation would play out, and it seemed the best option. It was... <laughs> a string of favors led me there. Or a string of other designs. It was not premeditated, at least in the sense that it had been a plot long in the making. But yes, I do reside there currently. That must be difficult for you having regrets as you say you do unless you don't I think my regret is 
not knowing more. Not knowing for certain if what I was doing was the right thing. I think anyone willing to take a life does not deserve pity for it. They were my actions. I have regrets, that's true. I do not know if they were right. All I can do is try to be better. That's why I'm here. I'm trying to do better. Podva was a problem. I didn't know how to solve. His well was poisoned, and he was spreading it. Who poisoned his well? I think we both know who poisoned his well. Mm. And my people. How long has this been going on? 20 years, 30 years. Time at this stage of my life is a bit more non-linear. And Namul Din has been doing this just as long? He's a snake. They live a very long time as well. I suppose if he can live through his robot bodies, there's no telling how old he is. I don't know that I've ever actually had the pleasure of being in the same room as him. I trust you don't know where I could find him in the flesh. If I did, I would have solved this problem a long time ago. I thought as much. Namodin is the worst kind of businessman. The kind who hoards his advancements and dangles them over others stifles research and technology for the sake of money or consolidating power. I would like to think of myself as a man of science, to some end. Mm. Curiosity for curiosity's sake, to know more, to want more, advance, but to use it only to lord over others is supremely arrogant and detestable, I think. But such is the way of the world. He has no personal stakes in his own safety, so he can put others in his place. And I find that very vexing. In what sense? We can't find him, we can't harm him, we can't excise the poison. I've been around for long enough that I know how this goes, because I've seen it before it repeats. It's just another pattern. If there's a pattern, that means there's a method. Something that can be tracked. Data. I'm not much of a mathematician, but I have a friend who I'm confident is proficient in calculus. More of a nebulous pattern than a <laughs> trackable one. I see. From data points, you just see. And what does the data tell you? I don't know. I'd hoped Adva would have been smarter. He was always very earnest, but not very smart. He was never meant to be a leader. We didn't want him to be a leader, so we set him up with a consolation position where he could feel in control and like a big man. And we could keep him out of the way. And then that position became leveraged by the snake in the grass. He didn't know it was so fake until he was made aware that there were bigger and better things he could be doing like what I'm doing. And what are you doing? Running everything. That's what I do. It's what I've done. No one else can, because they don't know what goes into it. Not like I do. She preens a little bit. <laughs> Matriarch, does the name Rena Morgan mean anything to you? I've heard the name come up, but I'm not intimately familiar with its holder. 
And what of the Saver Corporation? Hmm. It's on the peripherals, but I don't think we've done too much business with them. You know, Should we branch out? I would not recommend this particular entity. I don't expect it will be around long enough for long-term gains. So it's involved in your web, in your bigger picture? That is fair to say. So Oddbow is just an accident? No. Just an obstacle in your way? An obstacle, yes. An accident. I knew what I was doing when I went in there. I won't weasel out of that. I was the one who pulled the trigger. You were a gun. I was a gun who chose to be fired. But someone aimed you there. That is true. I understand that. Purge is here tonight as well. He inclines his head, but doesn't extrapolate. I understand the distinction, but I am not without a mind of my own. They made the decision. It is unfair to put the burden fully on someone else. Given what I have heard of your organization, which admittedly is general information at best, the internal concerns you may be facing, our common enemies, and potentially common goals, I thought it might be prudent to reach out and line on certain things. I'm not unaware of how the fires under my family are being stoked. It'd be quite foolish if you didn't realize being around it for so long. But frogs in pots... Do, do they boil? Have you never heard that before? No, I've never... Put a frog in a pot and it won't notice it's boiling if you turn up the heat slowly enough. Ah, I see. Because frogs are stupid. She says, taking a lick off of her shaved aloe leaf. <laughs> I will remember this. I'll use it in the future. Matriarch, what are the particulars of your organization's relationship with Cell Ico? Hmm, I haven't seen Cell in quite some time. He was partnered with his wife. They were making us weapons, and then she balked on her half the deal and abandoned us weaponless. How does that feel? After being so hospitable. I'm sure it would leave a, a poor taste in one's mouth. I know where she is, but it's just tangled. There's too many. There's too many things to keep track of. And there's always more. True enough. It sounds like maybe you need more feet on the ground. Perhaps some new blood that is more loyal than some of the old blood. What are you suggesting? I excise the old blood. Not in so many words, but if you're having trouble with coverage and you need bodies to be places, that might be something I can help facilitate. I do need a lot of bodies. I have a loose network of contacts myself. I'm a Pantheon agent. I have access to certain resources, certain others that could be roped in from time to time. Hmm. I affectionately refer to myself as a troubleshooter. The corners of her eyes crinkle, but not her mouth. Sure. He crinkles his mouth a little bit. I have an associate who has access to more boots on the ground, who I'm sure would be amenable to some sort of contract work or partnership, depending on what it is that you need. But it sounds like there are many loose ends that could be tied or a lot of slack that needs to be pulled. Something we could look into after they're properly vetted. Of course. We are an extensive family, but a bit exclusive. Understandable. Family is something that many take for granted, I think. Do they? 
speaking as someone who doesn't have much of a family. <laughs> I can say yes, I think that. Are you comfortable telling me about these weapons that Sel and his wife were manufacturing? Take a persuasion. Minus six. My D10? You got it. A six. Oh my god. Into a five, eleven, minus six. Holy shit. A five. Nice. Nice. My family likes to think that I'm weak for not pursuing more or fighting for more, but they didn't live through the zero like I did, and they didn't see how this city was formed, and they don't know how all the cogs fit together. And they do not know what the Zadars are capable of. But I do. And if they decide they don't need us anymore, we're gonna need to put up a hell of a fight. So you're preparing to defend yourself against the Zadars? We weren't strong enough at the outset, or the onset. Either one, <laughs> we didn't have enough. So when you can't overcome, you become. That's what we had to do. So your organization is subsidiary? Yes. He shrugs to that. It's not terribly surprising. I mean, did see a lot of Zadars out in the party, but I thought that was just status. The Zadars, they really control so much. Of course they do. Their influence reaches so far. Shakes his head a little bit at that. That's a tall order. We were very lucky to be incorporated and not crush to bits and no one else remembers that they weren't there do you understand this is very privileged information just like all that privileged information you've told me i will keep it under lock and key i'm sure it wouldn't surprise many people but of course information is a currency and a commodity so weapons i will see what can be done in this avenue but I can make no promises at this time. Why were you asking about Selaiko? How do you know him? He's an associate of mine. Really? I met him somewhat recently. He desired a certain item that happened to be in the possession of Adva. Rest assured that he did not ask me to do anything directly, only retrieve the item. That was his role. It was of a personal nature, likely taken by Arva. Arva had been abusing his people for far too long. You can't dangle things on a stick and not expect to get swatted. I don't like controlling others, especially through means of ill repute. I know that sounds strange coming from someone who works within similar circles, but mm -hmm. if we all work together, profit for all. Or at least everyone standing on our side of the line. Our existence, it just, it, 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 it exists at the, the tip of a needle. And there's a thread going through it. And people are pulling it back and forth. And it's going to topple one way or another eventually. we got to see where we're going to land. Nods to this. Quite. Why do you think I'm telling you all this? Well... He starts to pace around the office a little bit as they're talking now. You know those otter pops where they're like the icy tubes? Yeah. That you, she's basically doing that with a, an aloe leaf. Nice, okay. Watching you go back and forth. And he stays like in front of her. He never tries to like walk around behind oh, her. Oh, she's still watching you like a hawk though. Yeah. Let's see. The 
Now he goes into analytical mode, rambling. The obvious option is that you're desperate, that you don't have any other choices, and that I present a unique opportunity to branch out. I'm a, a variable that didn't matter before, but now is on your radar, so I could be of use to you. We have similar designs, similar enemies, at least at surface value. Or you could be planning on having me killed before I leave your office. And you've just been telling me all of this to try to eke as much information out of me as possible before you do away with me. I find that to be unlikely and it would be messy. You could be tired. I think you just know a good opportunity when you see one. You said it yourself, you've been around long enough to see how the cookie crumbles, to see the way the wind blows. I wonder how many have fallen before you. How many of you watched crumble to dust? But the dust is fertilizer for everything that continues to grow and live. She glances very pointedly at her plants fucking everywhere. He gives her a wide toothy smile. Can you make me a notice at minus four? Sure. I mean, I'll try. Crit fail. Damn. Double ones. Oof. Music from outside is swelling. That's mm. really building. Mm. He puts his hand up in the air and sort of goes back and forth with the orchestra. I do love your tastes. Compound is stunning. I did have it made to order. I don't know if that surprises you. Oh, it doesn't. Could never find something like this just sitting around. You could. Quirks his head at her. Such compounds were pre-zero. Retrofitted now. But mm. so many things in the wastes waiting to defrost. He gets another almost reminiscent smile, like a faraway memory that he can't quite grasp. <laughs> yes, there's always more to find. Did you like my snails? You know, I didn't get to see them. I was being brought back here when they were going on, I think. Oh, they're still out there. Why don't you take a peek? I'll come with you. I haven't made my appearance yet. Of course, Matriarch. It would be my honor. She stands up and stretches very luxuriously, and she is probably a little bit taller than you. Nice. Six and a half feet. Very cool. He'll offer her a, a gentlemanly arm to walk her out. She'll take it. Nice. Thank you for not killing me. That was kind of you. Well, why would I kill someone I could talk to first? He smiles. But she does grab onto your arm a little harder. <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. All right ride this off into the sunset as well as you can. You know, normally I just put a copy of me in that chair right there on the balcony and it's good to be out here. Put a copy? Like a fax? Nothing quite so fancy. She waves her hand and Oh my god. She waves her hand and in the fog behind her is almost a one-for-one one of matriarch made out of smoke that colors from the top down like it's an egg that got cracked mm. over it with color inside. That's cool. Waits placidly for instruction. Very impressive. When you have the time to practice. <laughs> you guys advance out onto the balcony and lean on the railing a little bit. She gives a demure wave. Like down, down to people? Yeah, if they okay. see her, but there's a spotlight in the room made by all the glowing pollen. It kind of coalesced into one thing. And it's shining down onto that circle that was stamped into the floor where three very small barisks are wheeling circles so slow. <laughs> so slow. They're very small. I can barely see them from you. Oh, we're so high up. I know. And all those people are here to see me. Oh, wow. 
That girl could let that go to her head. She certainly could. Victor does chime in. It's a little darker in the room right now. I can't get a good read on what's going on except for those damn snails. He's not going to respond because, you know, he's right next to the matriarch. Right, and he gets that, but he wants to let you know. Sure. I don't know if he has, like, a non-verbal, like, if you can click something that lets them know it's received, if they set up... I don't know that they set that up. (laughs) Unless you want to spend one of your bennies. And Bari checks in also, and she's like, are you okay? Yes, uh, things appear to be going quite well so far. I'll let you know if something happens. I'll catch you up as soon as I can. Okay, I'm, I'm going to keep watching this. Keep having I'm a good gonna, time. Yeah. Do you see me up on the balcony? Oh, you're so tiny, but, you know, regular size. <laughs> I definitely can't see you down there. I figured. So, matriarch, I have tools and resources that I think you will find useful. It's likely the same will be said when the shoe is on the other foot. So, as a show of good faith... What do you need most right now? She side-eyes you and looks very slyly as she walks you back into the room. It immediately feels damp again. Something about the curtains. What I need most is I need Namo Din dead. But I can't do that myself through my own resources or it'll be tracked back to me. But if you already have an outstanding vendetta against him, who am I to stop you? Hmm. I'm certainly not opposed to doing that. We run into the same issue that I don't know where to find him. But we can start expending more resources to push in that direction. It's getting older. Sometimes when you get older, you get sharper. Sometimes you get sloppy. Well, he is piloting a robotic body. I suppose... Hmm. He's kind of thinking like... If Victor can help him, like, hack into one of these faxes or something, if they could, like, trace back its signal to find out where it's being sent from or some shit like that. Yeah, that's definitely an avenue you could take. Wait, he did keep those bodies. Yes. Yes. Boris's eyes light up and says, I have some ideas. It might take time and it will probably take some narrowing down, but you seem to have time. I appear to be made of it. (laughs) Patience is a virtue. It is. Have you met my friend Des yet? No. As we've just watched these wonderful snails perform, I would recommend that you uh, watch her perform at some point. She's uh, a large, rather unmistakable conic who is performing in your arena right now. Or was earlier. I don't know if she still is. No, the arena. She kind of rolls her eyes as <laughs> that comes up. The pits, perhaps? The the proving grounds? The... The Coliseum? No, nothing. I'm just not a big fan of it myself. I see. What do you enjoy? You enjoy the fine things. I enjoy quiet. I understand. Then maybe you won't like this. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> what else does he have to talk to the matriarch about? He's still at the point where he's not going to divulge, like, too much about the fact that he, like, knows where these people are, mm-hmm. like, sell and check, right. and until he can c- come back and be like, good news, they can make weapons again. Um, and he doesn't well, know if he can do that, so he's not going to yeah. make promises, so. <laughs> he's got kind of an in to supply her with troops through the Vipers, which Bari would probably be very happy about. Very happy about. She 
doesn't like Namodin and wants to work towards taking him out, but doesn't seem to have any leads. She doesn't know who Rena Morgan is. I didn't think to. Insight. Oh yeah, you sure can. A minus two. Do you want me to what spirit or notice? Uh, notice. notice. No, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> and here's me taking everything at face value again. She's very Somebody who, who like made a point to tell you that yeah. I've done very poorly with just Boreas. I know. It? See, I'm, I don't know. I believe that about Boreas, though. Like, I believe that he's just like weirdly trusting. You yeah. Know, this whole time he's just kind of taken it's things. like, yeah, sure, values. man. He's curious. And as soon as he gets an answer, he's like, oh, yeah, that makes perfect yeah. sense. It's moving on. Of course. I see where the logic hooks up. Yeah. So I just want to make this ex exceedingly clear. I can't be linked to anything involving Namodin. I can't. Might I ask who you're worried about seeing that information? The Zadars? I'm extremely worried about that. Are they working with Namodin? Why wouldn't they be? I don't know. Is it safe to assume that the Zadars are working with everyone? that everyone wants to please them because they're sitting at the top of the food chain. It would be a smart bet, but this has been such a carefully crafted web over so many years. No, people don't take this kind of effort to do just anything. Do you have any leads or resources that you might point me towards regarding Namodin? Well, there's his company. Well, not his company, the Fiar. That was the place we infiltrated yeah. before? Okay. I don't know, they might have questionable dealings there you could delve into if you do have data men, like you said. I don't know what you might find there, but it could be something. Mm, yes. Really, you just need to find him. That is the trick of it. But I trust if he's caused enough trouble for you, you're well motivated. I am well motivated, and I have some of his toys. I don't think he likes that very much. Which toys? Oh, one of his replica bodies. <laughs> Not his, but one he made for someone else. Maybe we can use it to track him down. I was afraid to turn it on, but... What could it do? Hey, if you want to make an omelette. I would like that when you're done with it. The omelette or the body? <sighs> she just kind of snorts in an exasperated sort of way. I'm sure many people would like it. Why do you want it? safety. They're expensive. They're hard to come by. I can't be spending frivolously if I'm supposed to be having a tight hand on the reins. As you can see, I live very frugally. <laughs> of course, Major. <laughs> As the orchestra music from below drifts in. Right. I'll keep this in mind. I don't know how long we might need it for. Well, when he's dead and gone, I could reclaim the other ones, but just to have a complete set, that would be nice. Does he have a limited number? Oh, I don't know. Who's to say? If he's the one making them, he could just keep making them. That's what I thought, but... But he might be buying them. You see, he came to us when he was younger because his wrist was so bent out of shape from all of his surgeries that he couldn't afford to get it fixed. So he took a loan from us, and that's how he weaseled his way in. And he was able to repay the loan, and then was in your power structure? Yes, indeed. You think maybe he was financed from the outside? Oh, I think he was absolutely financed from the outside, with the expediency of how he paid it back. 
And I presume you believe this to be the work of the Zidars to keep a mole within you to partially undermine your organization and keep it weakened? I think it makes sense. Half-manned operation isn't going to get much done in the way of overthrowing a corporate entity. True enough. When I really wish they would have just come and talked to me because I have no interest in doing that. Understandable. I am tired of being under so many thumbs, though. Take it off or break it off, right? <laughs> I don't know what the end result of all this is going to be, but when all is said and done, I think we'll still be playing musical chairs. There will just be fewer seats and fewer of those trying to sit in them. Just don't shoot the person playing the music. Wouldn't be very interesting. Sometimes you need to change the rules to make it interesting. Narrows her eyes a little bit. Oh, Matriarch, you're not playing music. Not in this metaphor. You just happen to be sitting in one of the only chairs and haven't moved yet. But I would like to make it so that we can all listen to the music we like, instead of having to fight over this one. As far as that analogy will carry us. You know, you were right. I was just letting you talk for a very, very long time to try and get a gauge on you. Who you are, and I seem to be pleased enough with what I've heard that you won't be shot on sight when you walk outside this door. She just smiles toothily. He actually returns that placid, toothy smile, and he says, He who dares wins. Until he doesn't. I had hoped we would find ourselves in an amenable position. And so we do. And so we do. Big things are made of small things. Bones, as you would call them. <laughs> See what we can build this ladder out of. On top of a scrap heap of Namo Din, at the very least. Oh, that sounds just wonderful. And it'll be a very, very strong, strong ladder from all the robot bones. I was thinking more of an elevator. You know, I did have my eye on you since you walked in the front door. Oh, did you? Yes. You set off the ID arch. But your tags lead to a scrubbed file. It was scrubbed within the last few weeks, and I, I regret to say I don't know all of the family, not personally, at any rate. But my biggest question is, who are you? Boris gets some tingles up his spine and down his arms as she's saying this, and he turns to her with a a confused but very, very in-need expression. What do you mean I set off the idea, Arch? She reaches up to the back of her neck and taps where you felt some tingles as you walk through the arch. We're all tagged, I make sure too, in case we find corpses we can't identify to make sure all of our records are taken care of, but your records don't exist. I'm just wondering why you'd walk in here pretending to be a different man. Did you scrub those files so I don't know who you were, or are you just another weasel Namodin sending in to get in my good graces, because I am extremely suspicious hand goes to the back of his neck where he felt that tingle. Tight? You mean like within the organization? He shakes his head and holds his arms out to the side in an almost helpless gesture. Well, I'm not a weasel. I'm not sent by Namo. And I can't answer your question because I honestly don't know the answer myself. If you've 
truly been around since the zero, then you know how much the world can change. And you know the power that Cory has. I, uh... I wish I knew more than that. But all I know is I ingested some, and now I look the way I do, and the rest is a blur. But if you were to find something out more than that, I would be obliged if you would tell me. Roll me a persuasion at minus six. Sure. Ooh, it's a seven minus six is a one. I'll spend a penny on this. Flip a ten. Oh my god. Into a one. Eleven minus six Holy is a five. Holy shit. Hot dice, hot dice. Only when it matters, apparently. <sighs> that man beefing up to that D10 was smart. If I were aware of this and I scrubbed my file and still walked in to trigger the alarm, that'd be a pretty poor plan. It would be. You know, when Cory started springing out of the earth, we didn't know what to do with it. And there were some that consumed it. Most of them just went crazy and died right away. But we didn't. He can't head at her. You as well. Time works a little differently for me, it would seem. Sometimes I skip over, I gloss, I go back. Everything seems to be working out all right. Did this happen to you? Do you did you forget? Did no. you I remember everything very, very clearly. Too clearly, maybe. <sighs> Sometimes. Would explain why your circuitry got burnt out. I can only hope that my good fortune holds up. But I'm still alive, so I suppose I have that going for me. Matriarch, what? These chips, who has them? Forge Master makes them, installs them. New recruits, travels around to do it, but uh, they'd be hard-pressed to remember everyone they put them in. But... But what you're saying is the only people who have them are those within this organization. Absolutely. That's why you triggered our alarms. Hmm. I suppose this is a homecoming of sorts. He says maybe a little sardonically. Don't sound like that. No, it's... Of course not. Coming home to a party. <laughs> what more could you ask for? It's a family I never knew. I'll dig. I'll see what I can find, but might be nothing. If someone's gone in and scrubbed you, stands to reason they would have the information as a backup. Well, it's always been nothing, so anything is more than that. And if they scrubbed me, I'm so clean you could eat off me. <laughs> I don't think I will. I wouldn't advise it. I've been told I'm quite salty. <laughs> that does, like, get a genuine snort. She's been very demure up to this point, but... Matriarch, I know you are busy, and so I thank you for the time you've taken to speak with me on your birthday of old days. You have so many of them. <laughs> After a while, they just start to... Uh... That may be true, but it doesn't mean it's unimportant. Even once a year, you have to take the time to admire that you've made it this far. That you're still here while others are not. But 
Thank you for taking the time to speak with me, and again, for not killing me. Do you have a point of contact that I should speak with in the future, so as not to take up your time? Not that I would not be more than happy to speak with you directly, of course. I would encourage direct communication. I see. I don't really know if I can trust you yet. It's fair. But I do need a hand with something. Why don't you come over here? She opens up the little fancy box. She's already unwrapped with your gift in it. Oh, okay. And she wiggles the tag and says, hopefully Boreas. He arches an eyebrow but says nothing. I need help putting this on. And she flips her frill membranes. It's just so difficult when you don't have the help. Of course, Matriarch. He'll go over and help her put on this. It, was, it wasn't a brooch or is it? It was like a, a headband t- thing. type thing. Yes, yeah, circlet yeah, like kind of to go around the frills. Elegant. That was it. Yeah, she flips her ivy. frills once you get it in place. She's mm-hmm. like, this is very nice. And I do enjoy when people do their research. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying this because I'm the one who got it for you, but it does look wonderful. <laughs> she looks in the mirror. One of those big oval ones that goes like from floor to ceiling. Sure. She like whips off the curtain and then it's there. Mm-hmm. She's like. This is fine. And as the two of you are admiring this, Victor crackles in your ear. I I don't know how I missed this. Um, uh, he's he's got her in the elevator. He's already got her almost out. What, Namudin and Ella? He took her. Son of a bitch. I I can't, I can't stop. They're all, they're going to be gone. It was so dark in there. I couldn't see when he took her. Shit. Boreas will give sort of an inclining bow to the matriarch and say, Matriarch, thank you. I must go. Namodin is making off with an associate of mine. Then I do hope that you catch him post haste. You hear Bari say, "Some something's happening," and I there are people screaming. I don't know what's going on. Get someone safe and what? out. Of, get someone safe and out of the way and make yourself invisible. You're gonna be helpful. Maybe we'll see what happens. But if you're invisible, then you can help. That's true. Okay. How high up is the balcony? 30 feet up, I want to say. Yeah, he can't uh, He can't reasonably... Ju- I mean, he could jump, but that might hurt him a lot. It would probably hurt a yeah, lot. Bad. So I think what happens is you run to the balcony to judge the distance, and Matriarch is looking around very confused because she's heard none of it, except for, like, she... No, let's see if she actually hears that. I mean, like, as soon as he stops talking to Bari, he's going to tell her stuff's happening. Right. Like, he doesn't waste any time doing it. You can get one sentence out. Matriarch, I believe there's a commotion downstairs. There may be danger. Punctuated on the word danger, you hear screams and shrieks from the archway to the balcony leading to the atrium below. But your attention is more presently grabbed by the sound of the wooden door shattering inside, one door completely flying off of its hinges revealing an armor-clad figure standing in the hallway, still holding out a smoking hand, flanked by five other guards, all the ones you recognize from the checkpoints, their weapons trained directly into the room. Shit. The force of the impact of the door pushes the smoke and mist gathering on the floor in tiny hurricane spirals, blasting it away from the entryway disturbing the columns of it pouring into the room from the corners. You hear a growl of surprise from Matriarch, and you can hear the cloth of her dress shift as she adopts a more sturdy stance by your side, the mirror in front of her forgotten, cloth still in her hand. 
The room smells like before a lightning strike, energy bristling on your arm hairs and at the nape of your neck. Party's over, ma'am. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Absolute Zero on the main feed. It has been exclusive to patrons for a while, and I'm very excited to get you to the next episode, which is Absolute Zero's season one finale. And uh, it was pretty cool, you guys. <laughs> Some patrons who have, who have already heard the end of season one eons ago, I would love to say thank you to. Thank you so much to Chase, Valentine, Ezra, and Nakoda. Thank you all so much. And thank you also to Caleb Sunstead. Jackie, Zach, Ben Hatton, Paxton, Gerald, Alex, Davriel, and Ellis. Thank y'all so much for the support. It means the world. We just love telling stories together, and the fact that it resonates with so many you cool cats out there, it means a lot, y'all. Music this episode was by Crockett and Marcus D. Crockett, you can find at Crockett80s on Twitter and Crockett.bandcamp.com. Marcus D, you can find at Marcus D on Twitter and at MarcusD.net. And of course, Savage Worlds was created by the Pinnacle Entertainment Group, and you can find them and their products online at PegInc.com. That's all till next time, folks. See you later.